Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey. But we want to reach this out to a wider audience. And doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host, Pierce, joined alongside of my usual co-host, uh, Schmitty and Jimmy, but we have a very special guest today. He works at Virgin Radio, is the host of the Steve Dangle podcast, is dad to Everly and Bindi and Cece, but most importantly, he is the son of Alanis Morissette. What's going on, oh. Adam Wild? <laughs> uh, you guys really do listen. Yeah. Uh, guys, yeah. I'm excited to be here. It's nice to be a part of this show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure yeah, to have course. you on, and yeah, I've been listening to since day one. I remember the day the first podcast came out because I've been watching Steve Dangle since 2011, and it's just crazy, like how much like I've grown up. I was like a little kid when I started watching Steve Dangle ep- episodes, and then I caught onto the podcast, and it's just amazing how much things have changed. But you guys are still together and still putting out amazing content, so I really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking with us about hockey. Yeah, I mean, our marriage has has lasted longer than uh, any marriage that I can uh, attest to. So it's pretty good. <laughs> you got a third person in there. And it's- still working so I think that's, that's right. pretty great yeah <laughs> we're well we like to keep it open uh but uh <laughs> it's, you know what it's, it's, it's if i can give anyone any advice in life it's the best advice i've ever heard and it is surround yourself with people who are more talented than you are and good things happen <laughs> and that's what i got and uh so that, i mean pretty spectacular show mm. to be on pretty lucky and i'm glad you've been watching so long that's fantastic but i have oh, to ask you guys are blackhawks yeah. fans you're watching us yes Oh, yeah, oh of so wait, Pierce, can I touch on that? <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best part. Okay, well, I want to say too, and for, uh, I mean, I can talk on Schmitty's behalf. We've all been listening for a while. It's kind of what got us, I'd say, into podcasting, Pierce. Am I crazy to say that? Because yeah, that was, definitely. That was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, I remember like getting on my computer, I would, I didn't have a laptop, I had a desktop, this big fat desktop, and I would download the episodes as MP3s. 
and I would connect my 2DS to the computer and then put it as an audio file on that. So I'd go around. I didn't have a phone back then. It was 2013, 14, whenever that started. And so I'd go, I have a 2DS. I look like a, I, I look like this crazy guy, but I'm going around <laughs> listening to this. I'm like, I tried my iPod, trust me. So yeah, no, I, we've, we're all, we're all huge fans. It's, it's really an honor to have you on. We had Steve on before and it was just like, you guys are awesome. Like I seriously, you guys are awesome. It. Um, and I, yeah, it's, it's really an honor. However, we're all Blackhawks fans. And yet for whatever reason, for whatever reason, when I was I think 13, when I really got into hockey, um, I was just like, you know, I'm just a kid getting into sports. You know, my dad was huge into the Hawks. I really wanted to involve myself in it. And I'm like, oh, I want to watch some other teams. And so my favorite color is blue. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You didn't. You had all you had every team in the league and many with blue. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. We talked about Brandon Sod. I'm not the best with long term choices, okay? I'm I'm I listen, man. I'm talking to my therapist. We're working on it, but listen, man. It, man, the yeah, for whatever reason, team. man. Are you kidding me? Second team, yeah. I've got we, an awesome You could have done better. Pretty. Way better. You could have been no, a I could, no, I could have literally done anything else. I could yeah. have literally done anything else. No, <laughs> I have an Austin Matthews hoodie up there that I wear like every every podcast. Like they, they get every time they give me shit about it. They're like, why are you doing this? I'm like, I don't I don't know. Okay. I just I like the team that I found I found Steve and that kind of solidified it. I, I remember again, I didn't have a phone. I remember really it was yesterday i remember going on my computer going to angel.com and i'm like holy shit kadri just scored oh man mm. second round man let's go <laughs> made the playoffs for the first time in forever <laughs> i get disaster. to see him go in the second round that's awesome wow great <laughs> oh man then my dad turned on the tv and uh things changed so yeah. but yeah yeah i'm the uh i'm some weird fucking hybrid i don't know why i did to myself but here i am <laughs> With, Don't worry, uh, we're took out the Bruins in the final. So yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I I got my own redemption that year. It was it was very satisfying. That was uh, satisfying to watch, and and I think the uh, I think Marshan <laughs> crying in the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, it's yeah. Like oh, as satisfying as that was. Nice. And he's still in the Stanley Cup Finals, and we're still not. So it's hard to hard to <laughs> to, to gloat that much. But it was like good. I'm I'm glad it bleeds. Well, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, it's like everyone's giving him shit, and then it's like. The only the only people that Bruins have to tell to shut up are the Leafs. It's always that way. It's that big right. brother little brother thing. I hate it, <laughs> but I accept it. So, so Adam, I have yeah. to ask you how you've been doing during uh, this whole COVID period. Like, have you picked up on any new activities? Watched new any show any new shows? And how's your daughter been? Well, uh, my daughter's been great. Uh, thanks for asking. Yeah, no, I haven't picked up a lot of hobbies other than like of getting you know kind of uh, got into my kind of new life and i actually yeah i guess i have picked up a new hobby i have i bought a i bought a car um that that is not a uh that's not a like a Street racing no not really that <laughs> i've got like a pickup truck right and i was like well yeah. i you know i can i can do this and it's a stupid purchase um i'll yeah. fully admit that no car is a good purchase but it, it brings say. me joy it's a little you need to treat yourself yeah, yeah well i figured you know what it, it was been it was a uh it was, uh, it's been like, we worked really, really hard on the show and I've worked harder in my career and I thought, you know what, it's time. So I did that. So I'm kind of getting into that sort of stuff. Um, and you know, obviously I think we, we talked about it, uh, and you guys wouldn't have heard this yet, but we recorded a, an SDP today and talked about F1 oh. back into F1 in a way that I haven't previously, like I grew up in the nineties watching it. Um, and obviously drive to survive has been incredible and I've been paying attention the last four or five years, but now I actually have the time to sit and to watch it and enjoy it. And it's pretty spectacular. 
That's yeah. awesome. Has Everly like uh, watched any shows? Is she like a Blues Clues fan or anything? Oh, that Peppa Pig. Oh, Peppa Pig. Peppa Peppa Pig. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. My <laughs> niece is killing it with that too. Yeah. Oh man, you could just honestly, I could quote from the episodes, and she actually <laughs> she can now pronounce Peppa Pig, but it, she sounds mm. like an Italian trying to say it, so she says Peppa Pig, <laughs> and, like, you know, and then if I shut it off, she puts her hand up. She's like Peppa Pig. Totally massacred my boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's. I mean, obviously, we don't. Uh, I don't have the TV on too, too much, but like every once in a while, I was like let the kid watch some tv what's like what peppa pig's not gonna hurt her and uh <laughs> so anyway she's she absolutely loves that and loves thomas the tank engine which i loved yeah so did i adam yes it's a lot different oh wow we okay there's like musicals and stuff but i what i like about it is yeah, they've I'm got someone like, adam wild myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> got, there it is somebody's been watching um yeah. so the the uh um the the Thomas now has like every continent and every country sort of represented, what? which is cool. And then they have like that's great, a, a, like a song after every episode. And what the I, hell? Yeah, I didn't crazy. know about this whole yeah, thing. So it's it's wild. It's yeah. it's uh, and then there's parts of it that are kind of scary. And like there was a scary scene. And no, there were some wild things in the beginning. No, like that. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah Diesel, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> What's that? Me nightmares. The, Diesel? Who is the dude? Dylan, 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 you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and the cool cars in the new one are like bullies. They're like, you know, oh yeah, the kids mm. to pick on you. But yeah, she does this. She gets scared, so she's oh. like, oh. <laughs> watches. It's just from behind her elbows. So, oh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's honestly that's what's going on. I wish I wish it could be more exciting than that, gentlemen. But uh, 33 oh, years okay, old man. and the father of a two year old. That's about no, as no, I have a niece and a nephew, and when they come over, I am, I am a mom. Like it's the worst <laughs> thing. I'm taking pictures, like I'm watching Spider-Man with them. Like Mickey Mouse comes on, and they just they're stapled to the couch, <laughs> like they're not moving for the next half hour. Toy Story two, yeah, no, it's honestly, Bro, I think I would I would, COVID, I would staple myself to the to the couch to watch Toy Story. To be honest, too, yeah, oh, honestly, yes. yeah. definitely, yes. yeah. Yo, yeah. it's giving me some some freedom to watch Shrek again over and yeah. over, over. <laughs> Shrek is the all the time. But honestly, I think during COVID, it makes you appreciate these kinds of things. You know, it's like very human, you know, like these little kinds of things. So I don't think that's boring at all, personally. I've loved it. Oh, I appreciate it. that. I well, think it's great, man. It's not that it's yeah. not really a rock star lifestyle, but it's pretty fun. I, I <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll do crack, so I'm not exactly looking for the rock star life just yet. I know, Pierce, <laughs> you're trying to blow this thing up, but I don't oh, know, yeah. man. we got to take it step by step, man. Seriously. That's right. That's right. 700 plays, man. He starts getting all... For the correction, 750. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah well look done, guys. That's incredible. That's great. No, guys. not for the episode. No, no, no. It's oh, a total. No, no, no. no, no, no. A total when I get to 750, I'm going to be an asshole. Don't worry. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's when we get it. That's when it's demon time. No. Oh, man. No, but uh, yeah. Um, uh, I guess to kind of get into the uh, more hockey-related questions, the boring stuff. Um, uh, and this one might be a little bit of a, a bit annoying, but um, from an outsider, okay, good start. Yeah, from an outsider's <laughs> perspective, um, like, what do you think of the Blackhawks' trajectory going forward? Because they're obviously going in on this rebuild, and Bowman, uh, they fired McDonough. They got the president out of the way. They gave Bowman full control of hockey operations. How do you think he's done so far? And like, what kind of trajectory do you think he set them up for? Because we think he's done pretty well, but I think it's always great to get an outsider's perspective. What do you think about that? 
Well, I mean, surprisingly well. Like, and I think probably Stan Bowman yeah. would say the same thing. You know, as much as I've <laughs> gone in on him for various trades in the past, guys, we all, we all have. Yeah. Don't worry. Let me put that out there. You can you can say that, and you're fine. Just started warming up to him again after okay. a few years. <laughs> well, and yeah. that's the thing is that like you know when you criticize people uh, for when they're down, you also I think have to compliment them when they're up and. Exactly. Um, and I think Stan Bowman has done a very, very good job. I mean, this is a team that uh, for a good chunk of the season has fought for a playoff spot where no one thought, you know, when they intentionally were like, no, please, Corey Crawford, go retire. And we don't want any goalies this year. And there's, you know, there's some real, like the Blackhawks organization always seems to find these forwards that come out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we've seen a lot of that this year. Yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, who knew? I mean, really going through on it back. Who knew much about Artemi Panarin from an average fan perspective? Yeah, hey, we traded him for Brandon Saad. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, did, we did. But when you ha- when you found him, it was sort of like, who, like well, people who, thought he was going to be good. People didn't think he was going to be the best swinger in the NHL, which he already right. is right now. Yeah. yeah, I just I just always say um I always bring it up on the podcast. You got to give the European scouts a bunch of credit because for the last five oh, years they've been just good. bringing in talent. I mean, you got like Kubalik. They brought in Eric Gustafson. He's he yep. was good for a little while with us. Um, they brought bit. in Kevin Lankinen, who's been incredible for us in net this year. Like Pia Suter, Pia Suter, um, David Camp is a piece. Yeah, yep. Dave, even David Camp. So yeah. it's uh, there's always some po- there's always some positives in the Hawks organization when most people try to be negative, including myself sometimes. So. And me all the time, pretty much. <laughs> and it's the, frustrating though yes. when you're not when you can't do anything about it and you're watching your team on the decline. And I mean, guys, you got to watch Stanley Cups. Right. No, I will like, never complain. That. I know Adam, you're never saying that, that through a lot of pain. That yeah. You've been seeing never take your team granted. do things to themselves for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, it's I've just, you paid know, attention. We're jealous, right? Like, I think at the end of the day, oh, yeah. I mean, when I when I tease people, especially like because I, I tease Hawk, Hawks fans on the podcast all the time. The reason is that I'm punching up, right? I'm not like Dude. it's it's they're objectively yeah. a very successful franchise, especially in the last 10 years. Yeah. And so yeah. it's it's. It's a it's nice. Hawks fans can take surprising. a joke too, which is nice. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate Hawks fans can seem to be able to take a joke in general, which is pretty. Oh. Three cups. What's anybody gonna say? That's fair. That's really, fair. like, what do you, oh, yeah. what do you got? That's um, fair. So, That's fair. I mean, I think you know, it's it's nice to see, and it's not surprising. I mean, the Stan Bowman did build a you know three cup winners, um, and I know that T- Dale Talon was a part of that as well. Um, it shouldn't surprise us, I guess, that a great executive has been a great executive. And uh, I'm excited for you guys. It's always fun to cheer for a team on the upswing. And the great mm-hmm. part is the veteran pieces that you have, Patrick Kane and then Taze when Taze is back, are yeah. not just like middle-of-the-pack veteran pieces on yeah. expiring deals. These are very, very good players. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, thank God the Hawks are finally doing well. You know, that's what I've been oh, saying. Oh, finally, for yeah. A while now. Yeah. It must be so hard. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're will... talking to a Leafs fan there, Jimmy. Yeah. Come on. Hey, he's talking to a Leafs fan, too. What am I, I supposed mean, to do? I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, I've got both cards. I'm good. But um, no, oh, I, will, I will let you in on a piece of information um, that might change your entire view on this. John McDonough was the one who pulled the trigger on that trade for Brandon Saad. He's okay. the one who pushed Apparently he's that. not a playoff performer. He, he a does not performer. like European players at all. He's very in that sort of like. Well, then he shouldn't be in the NHL. Like uh, to, to, is, that, is that actually true? Is he on record saying that? Or he's It's like not on record saying it, but like from people from inside the organizations it, yeah. who are saying, yeah, he's not a fan of European players. Okay. And it's like it's insane because you have arguably the best European scouting in the NHL. 
Yep. And your president doesn't like them. Like, what are you doing with that? Well, and, uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it also boggles my mind because Marion Hosa was there the whole time, too. Yeah. Like you have, yeah. they had some of the best European talent on those teams. Yeah. It, it's surprising Pretty. in this day and age that where you're born matters. Like really, right. if you're running an organization, oh, yeah. your whole the whole goal should be who, how do I, who are the best players and how do I get them? And so if that's true, I mean, I again, mm, I don't yeah. know enough to to, and I wouldn't be able to verify that because I'm not a journalist. But if that's yeah. true and the persuasion is North American over European, um, it's a flawed strategy. And teams are going to take advantage of that. If teams know, like, like imagine a team like the Rangers, a team like the Bruins, uh, or, you know, a team in their division, you know, you, who's usually in Chicago's division, catching wind of the fact that the Hawks don't like European players or, or a guy at the top, a power player, like, uh, like the president doesn't like European players. You're going to exploit that. That's just one more thing to add to your, you know, to your quiver of arrows and, and uh, kind of point it at them and go, okay, well, you can go ahead and do that, but we're going to rip you off. I, I got to give uh, Yarmo Kekalainen wow. full marks. I was going to say, marks. <laughs> he knew what he was oh. doing, man. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so he's, he's out. Twice. <laughs> Clearly it's better. Um, what's yeah, the yeah. Chicago about it? Uh, Bowman, man. You know, uh, let me – well, um, meatheads aside that don't know hockey, um, people who actually watch it and are, like, knowledgeable, I'd say we are. We're geniuses, clearly. Um I'm not, but no, no. no, I'm not either, but um, not a chance. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well, let's pretend we are guys. We have a podcast to come on guys. We have to act like we have to get this out there. Yeah. But, we um, have to act. So yeah. Right. Um, but like he's, we, we were as hard on Bowman and Carlton as anybody has been what he's done in the last, uh, ever since the sod trade, the second, uh, sorry, third sod trade that confused us. Um, he's, done pretty well he picked up Yanmark he picked up Soderberg like he picked them up and it was clear that he wants to move those guys at the deadline these are guys that are just going to be there they're going to play their games and we're going to flip them for you know like house money but also see if they could help you out and kind of make a playoff push which they did but it wasn't working out and they traded them for assets which is what they haven't done in the past they haven't like admitted defeat or like try to go for a rebuild and I like this year that they were more transparent saying that we got to get a rebuild done and I like that then nobody nobody in this fan base or anybody thought that they were going to be a good team at all. Nobody thought Kevin Lankin, we knew he was going to be good. Nobody thought Kevin Lankin would be Calder trophy possible kind like, of good. Kind of fall off a bit. Recently, yeah. But a lot yeah. of that's the Blackhawks defense. <laughs> Worst defense in the league besides Buffalo, you can say. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, and this is that line. He just, he didn't try to, he didn't buy it. He just sold pieces and he got new ones. He got Henrik Borgstrom out of Florida, which who could be, easily a top six player if he turns out right you got adam Gaudet who you flipped it's jim benning yes but you flipped <laughs> matthew highmore who you get like who comes he's a, a dime a piece and you got adam Gaudet who can easily be in your bottom six middle six kind of guy like mm-hmm. he's making small moves but they're moves for the future and guys like philip kurashev nicholas bodan like adam bokvist is starting to show up a bit Ian Mitchell isn't there yet, but you still that's still an asset you can move if he doesn't work out because you have guys like Regula coming up and such. Like you have pieces ready. Mm-hmm. You've got Drew Camiso, who just put up, I think, a, above 920 with Boston University in his first year. They've set themselves up so set themselves up for success. I'm never gonna say that again. And they have eight um, draft picks this year, even yeah. though it's yeah. a little that's, harder draft. Yeah. That's gonna be the important thing, guys, because the my one question with the Blackhawks is who's the superstar of the next generation? Kirby I know Doc. Dominic Kubalik's very good, but like you know, we can't just Kirby be Doc. 
Oh, Kirby Doc, yeah. Alex yeah. Adam Bokefist is up there too. Yeah, Alex DeBrinkett has been Man, very nice this is year. Is he next generation? I like he's been in the league for four years. Can he be next generation? I mean, he's still I, only he's 23. Take, he's so he's, stuff. he's, he's very he young. He's Matthew's draft. So yeah, I'm I'm upset that we didn't get him because we could have. Oh man, gone. if you got Matthews oh. and DeBrinkett, hey, I mean, come on, Igor Korshkov isn't that bad. Big Russian. Oh man, ugly. Shut up, man. I hate it. I hate it. Oh man, Alex Ochenia looks decent though. So don't 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 sleep on too soon okay when alex gochenia comes for alex to brink it hey don't, don't talk <laughs> oh to me Pierce, okay oh, man yeah well, well dylan i know you wanted to ask a couple of questions uh yeah i just i had a yeah we won't bore you with the blackhawks all day yeah no, I it's all good. good i'm happy to talk <laughs> so um, finally a I've... good team ish i guess the leafs so um Bad so finally team, the obviously. leafs are making their final push for the playoffs and whatnot and it seems like now more than ever the goaltending situation just seems to be a rise um mm-hmm. I know I saw David Riddich getting a couple starts in there recently. You have Jack Campbell getting starts. I saw recently that Freddie Anderson said he's going to be ready for the playoffs, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So um, I just kind of wanted to know where your head's at with Toronto's goalie and um, who do you feel comfortable with behind, in between the pipes going, um, not just at the end of the regular season and into the playoffs, but uh, maybe perhaps in the next uh, next season too, because this is a big offseason in terms of goaltending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I think I think you've got – I think Jack Campbell's a, a lock for next season's team. What role he plays is, is going to be very interesting. Uh, Freddie's interesting. Um, I mean, if, if he returns to Freddie Anderson of up to 18 months ago, then that's a guy that you want to have back. But, but, but honestly, um, since right before Mike Babcock was fired, Freddie hasn't been very good. Um, and, you know, he said there's been stretches and that sort of thing. Uh, and, you know, people last year, well, team defense sucks. And, I mean, they had it somewhat of a point. Uh, there were some things that were kind of head-scratching moves with the Leafs last year, but it's sort of hard to take temperature when you change your coach and there's a pandemic. Uh, pretty yeah. tough to really fully yeah. give them, you know, a full mark on anything. Um, you know, they've done all the right things this year with their defense. And I think going out and getting uh, Riddich was the right move. But I haven't seen – enough from him to call it it hasn't looked great um mm. and so you know you're relying heavily on jack campbell at that point freddie's out to the playoffs dave big save dave you're hoping that he he can have a couple of really good games especially towards the mm. end when you're not playing jack campbell and you're not going to play your superstar players like we're talking about today the last game of the season against is against the winnipeg jets well i mean um jake muzzin just knocked nick Ehlers out for at least 10 games uh, yeah. with a hit at the end yeah, of, you know, tough. so the, the Jets hate the Leafs. So you're not starting any of your big starters. You're going to put all the, all the rookies yeah. in um, because I'll you don't want to risk any injury going into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, yeah. and that's important. So I think, I think the goaltending situation will sort itself out. It's not going to be perfect. Freddie will not be hundred percent healthy. We know that. So it's like, how do you manage that injury and who starts? Who knows? Jack Campbell's got to have a stronger last 10 games here uh, than he has the last five or six. And, Saturday was a pretty nice little start. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I was oh, I just love a, story with Jack Campbell too. That was just my biggest concern with um, the Leafs goaltending going into the season. Cause I know everyone was loving Jack Campbell and mm-hmm. Jack Campbell had that really good start to the season. But um, my biggest thing was I didn't know how big of a workload he's had in the past. And uh, that's a big thing with goaltenders. Cause at least for the Hawks right now with Lankin and he's starting to feel that workload late in the season and his numbers kind of dipped a little bit, but um, sure. yeah. That's just well, my I mean, biggest concern. You're standing too. for 60 minutes on ice, <laughs> on skates every <laughs> night. Tough. And Come you're on. taking 
You're taking 90 yeah. mile an hour pieces of rubber to the face. Yeah, <laughs> you're up and down yeah. and up and down and up and down for for years and years and years. And like by the time the guys make the NHL, they've already been doing that for 15 years. The what worse are, season to become a starter in this than this season when it's a game every other minute? You know, like I feel yep. for Kevin Lankin because he's the Hawks starter, but he he comes into the league when they've got four games a week sometimes. Of course, but if you were tired, my bet he'd be like, "Great, give me." Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Every goalie loves shots. They love shots, yeah. even when they don't, even when they shouldn't. I should say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think absolutely. we're forgetting about Michael Hutchinson, who started Game Seven against Dallas last year. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, please, that performer, Michael Hutchinson, oh, man. baby. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, oh, I guarantee man. it. We're gonna see Hutchinson, and we're gonna see Marincin in the playoffs. We are Can't going wait. to see that. As long as they are on the roster, they will inevitably play that's just it has to be that way for the Leafs so and Twitter will explode as soon as it gets announced (laughs) yeah yeah oh man as long as Joel Kivaranta isn't out there I'm not worried so (laughs) should be okay we should be okay all right Adam you've been very gracious with your time we won't we don't want to keep you too long so we're just going to ask you a couple uh lightning round questions uh got it first thing what's your favorite show (laughs) favorite show yeah. Mm. Uh, Drive to Survive F1 right now. Uh, I've watched, um, rewatched season one and two, and watched season three recently because it just came out. Spectacular. I love that. Such great sports television. And I hope the documentary that Amazon's doing on the Leafs uh, that's filming right now is half as good. Uh, um, as, yeah. Uh, it's because it's, it's supposed to be a multi part series. Hopefully, it's out this summer. I, I, boy, that would be really good for the NHL if they started doing more of that because I've never been so addicted to a bunch of mid-pack drivers in my entire life. <laughs> but that's what they do, right? They, they make yeah. the guys that finish seventh place interesting. Yeah. Uh, so love that show. Love that show. Yeah. Next question. What's your favorite movie? Ooh. Favorite movie all time? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Oh, uh, that, uh, that's what, I think that's a thing we wanted, to, they wanted Schmitty wanted to ask you because he's a. Big yeah, I was just Star wondering favorite too. Star Wars movie, and there's yeah. the answer right there. Yeah. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. Well, I mean, Rogue One's amazing, uh, and I like. Thank you. Thank what you. I loved about Rogue One oh, was man. the like you want to see X wings battling Tie Fighters, right? So yeah. that's what you got in Return of the Jedi. So I picked it because it's like when I was a kid. But the really the best you know uh x-wing scene is for sure in rogue one and that's that's classic amazing star wars oh yeah too bad they screwed up Mm -hmm. the uh the trilogy uh that recently came up the last the first thank you we're in agreement i love the force awakens but the last jedi onward it just they needed one coherent they needed a plan just a plan yeah I saw oh, Last man. Jedi in theaters, and I came out, and I'm like, I like that. And after time, I was like, that's eh, whatever. And then <laughs> two years later, I saw Rise of Skywalker, and my girlfriend at the time, I look over, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> right. <laughs> am I watching, man? And the thing is, is like, there's there's these debates online about, you know, whether the movie's good or not. And I'm not going to get too crazy about it, because, again, these oh, movies are for kids, right? They're for kids. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, let's not get crazy. But mm-hmm. I always judge a good movie on how it makes you feel when you've left the movie theater. And if you're kind of confused, it wasn't for you. And Mm -hmm. last Jedi and rise of Skywalker just didn't, there wasn't, it wasn't much coherence. I didn't like that. There was no depth to raise character. Like, does she have a bad side or is she just really good at being a a Jedi and doesn't have to train? It doesn't have to do anything. And she's really good. Like what is, where, where is the, where's the bad side here? Where's the, you know, what's Mm -hmm. at stake? in any story she's literally oh, a palpatine spoilers for anybody who's looking under her yeah. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. haven't watched it yet like two years after then uh mm-hmm. what are you doing i mean yeah, if you haven't doing? watched it you're probably doing yourself a favor let's be honest <laughs> like, i don't know <laughs> that was a rough movie <laughs> yeah 
Little Next Pierce question. The, uh, last one. Yeah. Oh no, I have a couple more. Next question. Wow, um, I know I came prepared today. Um, so what is your favorite uh, band or album or both of all time? Uh, favorite band is Van Halen's. Favorite album is probably 1984. I don't know if you guys listen to that stuff, but uh, I'm a big hard rock heavy metal guy, and Van Halen's always done it for me. So that's my favorite um Pierce and probably listen to it yeah yeah it's uh, just that's yeah. that's what i really like um, what's your favorite van halen song uh probably uh god ain't talking about love i think oh yeah. i like song. i like that and uh uh hot for teacher oh everybody likes hot for teacher it's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> um two Thank more you. questions uh the second last one do you think pineapple belongs on pizza yes Yes. Oh, and that is a Canadian invention from <laughs> Southern Ontario. And I will st- absolutely, it does belong on it. And uh, we're we're very, very yeah. proud Canadians that we were able to make Hawaiian pizza a worldwide phenomenon. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and also, Adam, can you, before we let you go, can you give us one quick history lesson? Okay. <laughs> history is a long time. So you've got to narrow it down from here. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, you're the host pressure well, okay oh if if, uh, if it's gonna be a history lesson uh, how about napoleon napoleon, napoleon. like a quick what, do you napoleon. Yeah. what do you want to know um his battle in russia okay uh <laughs> so specific good. all right all right here we go we're narrowing it down that's good um, i don't know any specific battles so. So, the battle names don't really even matter i mean like that's unless you're going to get lesson, into the kind see? of granular history it doesn't matter but what you need to know is he walked in and he was able to do what Hitler couldn't in World War II. He took Moscow. But they burned everything between him and Moscow. So he had to mar- remember they're walking. Russia's huge. And if you look at where Moscow is in Come Russia, it's still pretty west. Like it's not, it's not the middle of the country. Russia's You're double like the, the size of the way there. Russia's double the size of Canada, and Canada's the largest second country in the world that's how big yeah. russia is yeah russia's enormous yeah so uh uh so yeah imagine you you, know, you get two hundred fifty thousand people walking or is it <laughs> actually it might be more like four hundred thousand. he had everybody from all over he had germans and italians and uh people from you know the balkans and and you know uh, just everywhere and they and the thing is is that winter took over they ran out of food and they had to leave and so and they and in russia they call it general winter he's the the, the the top general of them all and uh and then they kind of had to march out and leave and it's interesting I, there's a family connection there for me uh no my wow. my mom's last name is dennis d-e-n-i-s yeah. so a lot of think it a lot of people say it's denny uh which it is that's the french spelling of dennis and mm-hmm. we are from uh an area God. yeah we're from well we're from right outside of lithuania uh right outside of villainous um in lithuania and that was at the time part of the russian empire and the basically what happened was somebody, the, a lot of the soldiers just stayed behind. They didn't walk back. So you get a lot of weird French names in, you know, Latvia, Lithuania, uh, places like that. And you're like, where does the, where do these names come from? And uh, basically we are descended from some sort of soldier who defected and said, F this, I'm not walking anymore. Stuck around. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a, we had a Russian connection in the family or I guess a Lithuanian connection in this particular case until um world war one so that's that's sort of what happened. that's incredible that's yeah. pretty cool listen you it really blows my mind that you're not a history teacher that's 
That's I, incredible. It doesn't blow mind. If you knew me and you knew my attention span, you'd know that wouldn't be possible. Give <laughs> <laughs> the history teachers a lot more credit than that. I'm just surprised your that's family true. name wasn't Morissette. That's kind of no, crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> me too. Change later. All right. Thank you so much, Adam, for coming on. We had you over the time limit, but it was a pleasure having you on. And uh, I'm excited to listen to yeah. the, the Steve Dangle podcast tonight. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming thank on. You so much. Thank you for being generous with your time. Seriously. No, thanks for having me, gentlemen. Best of luck. Love to be on this show and uh, can't wait to watch it back. Thank you hey. so much. Hey, Adam. us too, Bye. man.